Welcome to Monster Chats, presented by Monster VoIP, where we share the tools, methods, and best practices that business leaders use to build new connections, strengthen relationships, and impact sales and organizations of all shapes and sizes. If you have any questions that come up during today's episode, please text them to 424-378-6966. Please welcome the founder of Monster VoIP, your host, Colin Mitchell. All right, on today's episode, I'm going to be talking with Spencer Scott of Loop. Spencer and I are going to be talking about tactical sales tricks, strategies, and how to find new deals that you can use today. I'm Colin Mitchell, the host of Monster Chats and the founder of Monster VoIP. Spencer is the director of sales of NetTrio and the founder of Loop, currently building a web RTC soft phone called OpenPhone and was on a direct sales team at Vonage for just under three years. Welcome to Monster Chats. Uh, Spencer, how you doing? Dude, that was an awesome intro. You crushed that. You had me confused for a second there because when you said, I'm calling Mitchell, I thought you were saying, I'm calling a guy named Mitchell. So that was strong. <laughs> you need to maybe space those out a little bit. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Was no. like, I, was really? like, no. I was like, wait, I'm not, I'm not Mitchell. Uh, no, did you I'm think maybe you were in the wrong place? or Yeah, yeah. Wrong... I, was, I was like, shoot, this is not the right Zoom meeting. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man, before we jump in, and, and me and you have known each other for a while, and, and this is stuff that we yeah. talk about all the time. I mean, we even, yeah. before we hit record, we just started going after it, and we're like, oh, man, we should have just started the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> so, but let's pull back the onion a little bit and just tell people a little bit about your personal journey and, like, how you got into sales and you know kind of just more about your personal life give it just drop it for us i was duped (laughs) Uh, i'm from michigan i went to central michigan graduated uh left michigan was like i gotta get out of here uh packed all my stuff up and literally just drove uh to dallas i had a friend out here um and i was looking for jobs i was managing a target store um ended up at a company i just applied like i'm talking i applied like a thousand companies a day um, it was insane. Man, I was like, I'm never going to find a job. And then anyways, I took a job as an account executive at a company called ANPI. And if, if you're an old school Vonage or an old school uh, uh, UCAS guy, like ANPI was in still is a small, I'll explain more. Um, anyways, back in the day, ANPI ranked number one for UCAS. So they had a pretty big business, but um, before, and, before UCAS was even a popular term, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They love that. They were like, oh, we've ranked number one for UCAS. I'm like, sweet. What does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah, nobody knows what UCAS yeah, is. Dude, you crushed, that, you crushed that SEO. How many deals are we getting from that? <laughs> uh, and so anyways, I took this job as, as, a, as an account executive, and um, it was, had like this big beefy description, like, oh, we're going to do this, this. It's a sales position, da, da, da. I go through a one-week training. I'm all fired up. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Like, basically, hosted software. I can tell people I'm a software sales guy. Never was interested in doing sales. And then just basically, the guy was like, all right, we're going to go knock doors. And I was like, wait a second. I'm, I'm so confused. And he, I'm just serious. He was like, this is how we're going to do it. He goes, if you don't have any business and you don't have a network, you knock doors. And I'm like, are you serious? And legit, first day, get or second, first first day uh, after training we get in the car I get in the car with this other kid and he's like we're gonna go knock doors and I'm like for real like Jehovah's Witness style like I'm I'm gonna go knock doors he's like no it's better than Jehovah's Witness he goes we're, we're knocking businesses I'm like dude what talk about rejection so um did that for a year uh ended up making friends so hold on let's let's back up that for a 
let's back up for a second. Did you feel like a little bait and switch there when you're like, yeah, Dude, sales, yeah. Oh, software, yeah. cloud, yeah, yeah. this cool term called UCAS that I don't Dude, even know yeah. what it is. Like, and, and, and like I went through like this real in-depth uh, Broadsoft training. Like I met people at Broadsoft. I met Darren Knapp, a Polycom guy um, who's like global for Polycom. Like I, meet, I was meeting big people in the industry that I didn't even know at the time. And then I'm like, this is legit. And then like let's knock doors and i remember getting in that car and the kid's like you know we're in texas he's like you don't need to wear a tie take that off like that's not gonna work like people are gonna think that you are like selling bibles or something yeah. and i'm like what the like dude i got i'm like this is this is i think i need to go back. you gotta know your audience right i mean yeah. I've, I've made that mistake yeah, yeah. where i went on a a sales call in reno wearing a suit and tie and, and they're like don't ever come to our office dressed like that. Yeah, yeah. We had people like, um, <laughs> in, in, the, in the later days um, when, I, when I was at Vonage, we had a guy come from New York, come down, full suit, custom suit, blue suit, like napkin, all of this stuff, like $1,000 shoes. And we go and meet. I told him we're meeting with this publicly traded company down the road. Um, I was super excited. It was like a, a credit card processing company. Don't tell me and, you were wearing that shirt. No, no, no. Okay, so I should give some color to this shirt. It's Friday before Memorial Day weekend. I don't know when this is going to drop. And I was like, this is my Carol Baskin Tiger King Friday Let's Go shirt. And then I kind of forgot that I, I got to tell you, I wish I could give you credit. I wasn't putting this on for this interview. I put this on because it was Friday. And then I was like, this is great. So anyone watching this, I don't normally wear this, but I do that. Uh, all right, so <laughs> Anyways, let's back up. All right, so, so you're at Vonage. This, so, uh, so we show up to this public traded company, and this dude, director of IT for the public traded company, cowboy hat, dip, and we walk into the meeting, cowboy hat, dip, jeans, drove, drives a truck. I walk in not like this. I had like a golf shirt on and just dress pants. That was it. I was trying to be in between, and our CT, our, this guy walks in, this New York guy, and the guy's like, we were getting brushed off immediately, right? Like, I'm not even kidding. We sit down at the, the 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 CTO's desk. He takes out from under the desk a bag of Chick Fil A in the middle of the meeting, sets it down, puts it or eats it, and then puts in a dip. And he's got a cowboy hat on. And I'm like, we're never gonna get this deal now with you looking like this. I'm <laughs> like, and he and so there was like a part of the meeting where he the CTO just roasted him. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, this is Dallas. He's like, it's a hundred degrees outside. He goes, you're wearing that full suit. And like he had enough hair gel to choke out the room in terms of smell. I was just like, man, you definitely got to play to your audience. And, and that might work in New York, but it doesn't work here. All right. So, all right. So let's, let's go back for a second. Okay. So, so you're knocking on doors. You made President's Club. Tell us about that. I mean, I mean, so a lot of, a lot of people started knocking doors or cold, you know, or, or cold calling. Right. And it's like those experiences from, from that time, give you a lot of grit to kind of, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's the best way to spin someone out real fast. <laughs> like, uh, um, it does basically, uh, I don't know how. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like it. I hated it. I would never go back to it. Um, but, but, what did you learn, but what did you learn out of it? I mean, there's got to be some learning lessons out of that. Like, you can't teach good old-fashioned just hard work without experiencing it. Yeah, I mean, I learned that it didn't work. Um, I learned <laughs> you that, made president, like, but you made president's club. It yeah, but I mean, that was from the sales calls afterwards. So I guess it worked. So basically, what we'd have to do is get fifty cards a day, and then put five pieces of information on that card. Otherwise, it didn't count. 
Oh, and so that's we'd get brutal. This, we'd get this card and we'd write down the desk, Polycom phones. We'd ask them about their internet, Frontier, AT&T. You know, we'd look around, see how many employees, 30 plus, 100 plus employees, you know, and, we, and you'd write down these notes and then you'd come back and then like we had call days where you would just hammer the phone. And I'm not talking, this wasn't a big company. There was like three sales guys, four sales guys. But the guys had come from uh, like Cbion, and this is how Cbion did it. And so they had no other clue how to run a sales organization. Well, this mm. is how I did a Cbion, so this must work here. And and so we did that, and um, ended up turning into like networking because like I would go to all of these affiliate clubs, uh, like BNI, because oh. because I wanted to go to BNI <laughs> because that meant I wasn't door knocking, right? Like it was horrible. <laughs> Um, and so we started. I guess if that's that. your best alternative, then then you were you were you weren't enjoying the door door knocking too much. Yeah, I mean, I was like early twenties, had knew nobody, like, and so what what I was doing was basically partnering with like the AT and T and Time Warner Spectrum reps, and they would get leads for internet, and then they would close them when they didn't sell voice. So we'd mm-hmm. go in on the backside. I'd take them to lunch. I'd do everything I can to, to bribe them, um, and we'd go in and sell internet on top. And then mm. that was how basically the spectrum rep, I, ha- I had a couple of spectrum reps that helped me out. Um, it was time order cable at the time before acquisition. Um, and we would travel together and we'd throw each other deals and in long story short, we made president's club. And then I ended up taking that and going to Vonage, which was an easy transition because Vonage was on Broadsoft. AMPI was on Broadsoft. AMPI later sold to Voyant and Intelliquent, which are the big voice players. Um, you probably know those guys. Um, and then, so I was at Vonage and then went through like four acquisitions. We acquired Telesphere, Simple Signal. Um, we acquired i We acquired all sorts of stuff. And uh, I was one of, one of the early teams that opened up the Dallas office. So it was like just a handful of us. We opened up Dallas. Um, and then I just got promoted, got promoted, got promoted. It was just, I knew the technology, so I could kind of talk to that. And then it, to your point on grit, like you got to get creative on finding deals, which is what I'm excited to talk to you about some of the stuff we did there. And um, every time I talk to you, you've got some new fancy fangled tool that I didn't know existed. So that's why I love it. Yeah, I have, I have shiny object syndrome. So yeah, I, love, cool. I, love, I love new tools. <laughs> I love, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I love new tools and, you know, trying them out and, 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 and good tools are great but they're not going to yeah. replace hard work. Like there's still work. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the done. problem. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people get confused. They think like, Oh, if I can get this tool and then I don't have to prospect or if I can get this tool yeah. and, and master it, then I don't yeah. have to use the phone as much. Or, you know, if we can get these email campaigns working well, then, you know, I can just sit back and wait for Dude. you know deals to fall in my lap. And that's not the case. So I think YouTube is the downfall to everybody, especially people our age, or at least especially me, because what ends up happening is you see these quote unquote YouTube millionaires like, Oh, I just did this, you know, uh, funnel hack and I'm getting people everywhere. Or, and then it's like switch YouTube video. Oh dude, you're not using Facebook ads. Switch YouTube video. Are you doing YouTube ads? Why are you doing YouTube? Switch YouTube video. 12 year old makes $30 million in two weeks. And it's like, dude, yeah. None of that stuff is realistic. Like those are those are the small percentage, right? Of no, and that's that and a lot of times it's not even true. Like and and I'll by the way, I click on every single one of those videos. I don't want to. I'm I'm a FOMO guy. Like I don't want to miss out on anything. I won't buy anything I've never bought a course. But I swear to God, you know. And I've learned a lot through the videos. But man, all right. All right so tell us through, tell us a little bit about your Vonage days. What were you guys doing over there? You get this Dallas off office started. 
um, you know, yeah. So and, and it was, business was good. And, and what's some of the sales hacks that you guys were doing over there? What were you, oh, I'm man. guessing you weren't door knocking. Yeah. So we were, <laughs> so we were, so dude, talk about getting kicked in the teeth, man. So we leave, I leave, I'm on this high. I'm like, yeah, honor, it's a big company. We probably get leads and have like a marketing team and they're publicly, publicly traded. Um, give my first paycheck and it's from a company called Telesphere, which was through an acquisition. So like Vonage hadn't even been set up for business boy. So long story short, Vonage was getting into the business boy business and instead of building their own platform at the time, they were acquiring customers. Super cash heavy business. Just they had a shit ton of cash and they just wanted to spend it. And so they bought Telesphere. Um, I was at Telesphere trading in Scottsdale and I get to the office and I'm like, all right, what, you know, what's the plan? And they're like, go get business and i'm like oh back to like, back to doors back yeah, to being like, I. Oh. i'm like nothing changed except now my shirt's orange oh. you know and so i did i went back to business i went, nice. back, to I went to back to back to knocking doors i mean we got leads the, the difference was we did have a marketing budget so we had tools to like discover.org we had tools to uh zoom info basically if there was an application um that had data we had access to it um, and that's where, that's where it started to get interesting. So we realized that just cold calling these small, we have, so let me back up. Our quota was $3,000 a month. You had to close $3,000 a month in, in that new business to basically keep your job. So it ended up kind of being like a, it got a little sticky in the sense of like people were crawling over each other just to land new business. Mm. Um, and so that $3,000, basically you're, you're pushed into a corner and you gotta, you gotta hit that number or at least show you're close to hitting that number or, and so, um, the door knocking wasn't going to work. You could hit a million doors. The people who are closing deals through door knocking, you're talking 20 seats and less. So it's like it, when you have that $3,000 quota that that goes out the window. I mean, they give you a ramp for like the first six months. So that might work for the first six months, but you got to basically, create a way to, to get to those higher numbers. And so that's when we started getting creative. Like, so say, uh, Vonage had bought a company called G Unify. G Unify was a Broadsoft application that did CRM integration. So it sat on top of the Broadsoft APIs, kind of like Loop, and then it would log the data into Salesforce, Zendesk, Zoho, and Clio, I think were the four. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when, going back to your point, Colin, where we started getting into the tools. So there's a there's two companies out there that if you're watching this right now, check them out. Uh, Datanize, they have a Chrome extension, and Built With, who also has a Chrome extension. I love Built With. I love. Yeah, Built with. Built with. Built With. So quick fact on Built With. I'm a nerd. I always research everything. Built With does 14 million dollars a year and has one full time employee. It's insane. Dude, dude's crushing it. Anyways, they have a Chrome extension. What Built With does is when you click it. It looks at the code on every website and, and documents it. And so what you can do is click the Chrome extension on Built With. It'll tell you if they're using Salesforce. It'll tell you if they're on AWS. It'll tell them if you got Gmail or Exchange. It'll tell them where it's hosted. It'll tell them IP addresses. It'll tell you other uh, domains or servers on the same IP address. It looks at their video applications. Are they using YouTube and Wistia? Are they using... You basically uh, know their whole tech spend. The whole tax spend for the internet. And then built with does reverse analytics where they know how much the tech spend is based on what you're paying for YouTube, what you're paying for Google pay-per-click, what you're paying for Facebook retargeting. And so they say this, this website spends 10 grand a month 
um, and they're using this, this, and this. Here are the other websites they own. Here's where their servers are hosted. Like, tells you everything. So, so basically, you can have a much more meaningful outreach or conversation yeah. when you're so, armed with that, that information. So here's what we learned. If you can reverse engineer the sale, and here's what I mean by that. Most UC companies, Vonage, Rig, 8x8, they're, uh, even, even all the NetSapiens partners, SkySwitch partners, you name it, they're all selling, a lot for the mo most part, they're not selling anything interesting, right? So, and if you're not selling anything different than the other person, you're just selling on price. Um, and so what we would do was reverse engineer the sale. We had this niche feature that no one else had at the time, which was Salesforce call log. So what we would do is find, here, we would go to Datanize and we'd buy a set of data that would say, give me all of the Salesforce companies in the Dallas area. Mm -hmm. I'll totally not, I'll, I'll, I'll freaking cold call, door knock those all day because I already know they're using Salesforce. I already know what their spend is. I already know what's going on. So then what we would do from there is basically use a tool like hunter.io or what we were talking about right before this call, seamless.ai. And you can, once you have the domain, like let's use, uh, you know, Monster as an example. If you've got the Monster UC website and you know they use Salesforce, you go to a tool like Hunter or Seamless, run that through there, and you're going to find all of the points of contact. You're going to get all of their emails. Uh, if you're lucky, you might even get their phone numbers. So now you've got a customer who you know is perfect for your product in, in Salesforce, and then you've got the emails and the phone numbers and the addresses and you can break it out by if they're local dude that's like shooting fish in a barrel you've got an application that yeah. by the way salesforce you pay a hundred plus dollars a user right. and no one no small companies buying salesforce so right. we can always assume that they've got 50 plus employees they're spending you know a crap ton of money and then we would go and door knock and cold phone. So we'd read what I like to call. Read, I think read. I, I found it so interesting that even with the technology and the tools, you're still going back to door knocking. Yeah. 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 Well, that, I think everyone would agree with this. Uh, if you can meet someone in person, that deal is going to close. At the end of the day, like you can have the coolest feature ever, but if they like you, that's where that, that's where they're going to, but they want to work with you long-term and they would rather, if they like you, they would rather work with a broken product than, work with somebody they don't know, like a robot over the phone. So, right. But um, are you, but were you, were you door knocking like cold door knocking or were you setting yeah. up a point? Yeah. No, okay. no. So. I mean, I would, I'd try and call them first. That almost never works. Right. So you hit the main number and you'd be like, you know, Hey, I'm trying to talk to Ken. And if you have the name that you, you know, you can get somewhere with that and then set up an import in person meeting. But dude, I would go door knock them. I'd be like, Hey, look at, Hey, I'm here for Ken. <laughs> And then I'm, just, like, I'm just picturing you in the parking lot wearing, the way, that, wearing that shirt, oh, yeah. waiting for him to come oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get it even worse. I'm 6'8", dude. You go in there and they're like, who? They're like, what is this? Look at this goofy dude. You want to talk to Ken, the director of IT? Does he handle our IT decisions? Don't ever say that. That's the sales role thing. So. All right. So, yeah, hey, tools. do you have any for, – for people that – I mean, I don't want to keep bashing on door knocking because there's a lot of people that still door knock, right? It's just – um, never been my experience, but, um, tell us, do you have any tips for the so, door knockers out there in the world for the door knockers? Oh man. Um, so I don't have to tell <laughs> <laughs> this isn't any groundbreaking information. The follow-up is key. So if you can go in there, the door knocking, you're going to get nowhere. So like 
there was one time in my whole life where I door knocked a company and closed them on the door knock and sold that deal. It was a six phone deal and it was a graphics design company. <laughs> and when I walked in, the dude was on a support call with Ring Central. So I walked in, he goes, he goes, hold on a second. He's at the front desk and he's like hitting the phone. He's like, oh man, I don't know what's wrong with it. It's not working. He hangs up and he's like, hey man, sorry about that. What's going on? And I was like, were you just having a phone issue? And he goes, yeah. He goes, Ring Central is broken. And I was just like, you know, I can fix that. I can repurpose those Polycom phones and da da da. And like, anyways, I, he's like, can you show me? And this is where the door knocking, dude, this is where you take your door knocking to a whole nother level. We had a demo kit in the car. So I would <laughs> run out to the car and be like, yeah, yeah, give me one second. I'll show you how this works. Run out to the car, come back with a briefcase that looks like a gun case. Not even kidding. <laughs> I pull it out. I have a cradle point router with a small POE switch on it. I plug it in on his desk and I pull out these VBX uh, Polycom phones route it to the cradle point. I'm like, look, dude, I just got a phone system working in your office over LTE right now. And you see these polygon phones? I can reuse those. Did you buy them or you want to lease? And like started hitting those. We started making some calls. And he's like, I was like, how about this? I said, I'm not making promises. If you pull up your bill right now, I can tell you if we can save you money and give you better phones. And he was paying like $35 a seat. And he's like, deal. He's like, you showed me right here that they were like, you know, and it was just, uh, so that, no, never, that never happens ever, yeah. ever, ever. So my, my takeaway for a door knocker is if you're door knocking, don't expect, like go in there, minimal inspection, uh, expectations, but capture all the data. So like what phone are they using? Um, I can tell you if you go into any dental practice, they're using some sort of phone that was made before I was born. Shooting fish in a barrel on that one. But take down the notes, employees, internet, Get all the information you can, typically five pieces. The follow-up is where you're going to win because they forget about you. They forget that you came in and that you were this annoying door knocker. But then you get the director of IT, how many phones, what phone, like really specific things. And so when you call them, you're like, hey, Ken, or, you know, hey, Colin, I said, I saw your hey, ABC I, phone system. I, I, was saw the six, the, I was the six eight guy with the, yeah. with the Tiger King shirt. Dude, no, no, no. <laughs> they never, they, you never meet the IT guy, right? You never get past the front desk. So I was like, hey, man, I was in your office the other day, which right. point, point up. And then you say, I noticed the NEC phones point up. I said, I, I saw you were using Time Warner, uh, Time Warner Cable. They recently got acquired by Spectrum. I was like, I'm sure you're having trouble with that, blah, blah, blah. Not, that's never the case, by the way, point up. And I was like, hey, the front desk lady was telling me that, you know, at the third call, the call goes with busiest. Is that true? So you guys are losing business on the phone because you're on, you're on pause lines. So tell me, you know, can tell me you're not using a PRI, you know, and like you can basically, even before they say anything, give them their whole network stack and like point out the, the problems. And uh, so that's so, the and so the now follow -up, now follow-up game, right? So, but now with tools like Seamless and tools like Built With and yeah. things like that, you have all that information. You also me. know what they're spending and what they're using, Dude. with CRM, and you have yeah. their email address, so you can save yourself a lot of time yeah, and yeah. Make, make a much more. I mean, um, you know, I interviewed uh, Ian Koniak, one of the top sales reps uh, in enterprise sales at Salesforce, uh, a few weeks back, and he's all about less time, uh, no, uh, more time with less people, right? Yeah. So doing that research and going to those accounts that are much more meaningful, much more informed with a lot more information uh, is much more impactful than just kind of yeah. playing, the, playing the numbers game. Yeah, I mean, so here's the benefit that I'll touch on on the door knocking. You know what phones they have and you know what internet. You can't get that from Seamless 
and other tools like that. That's going to be the benefit. The problem is it's a huge waste of time. You're driving in between offices, yeah. right? I just and, don't think it all depends on what industry you're in. I mean, for me, I'm in this space, right? Do, do I care what phones they have anymore? No, not really. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, with you. so here's, 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 <laughs> now let, let's get techie with it, Colin. This is how I would do it. I don't run uh, a UCAS company. Uh, I, I run Loop, which is a CRM integration company. And so like, this is selfishly going to feed me. Um, but this is what I would do if I was you or uh, any other UCAS provider out there. You and Colin, you're one of my best at selling CRM integration. I can jump into Loop right now and take a look at all your users and be like, dude, this guy gets it. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to just divulge all your secrets, so we'll move forward. But what I'll, what using Loop or CRM or any sort of integration app, this is how I would do it. I would go into Built With. I would pay the money. I would download all the Salesforce, Zendesk, Zoho user groups. This is where you get freaking great with it because it's about time, right, and reach. And, and time and reach, you're not going to get with DoorKnocking. So you download all the users, right? And it's not users, it just kicks out domains. So like, here's all the websites. And what I would do is search locally, right? The, the, the pond is big enough where you can hit the local. So let's use uh, uh, Georgia as an example. I'll download all of the, but I'm in Dallas. Maybe we'll use Dallas. Squirrel, no, I'm just kidding. Uh -huh. um, so I'll download all the Salesforce companies in Dallas. Uh, I've got all that data now. I'll take all that data that I paid for, I'll run it through a tool called hunter.io or seamless.ai. That'll kick out their LinkedIn profiles and their emails. So I'm creating data sets, right? Mm -hmm. And then from that data set, I can get all of their email addresses. That's huge. So even if they're not the point of contact, so here's where I wanna go with this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna split off into different, uh, different routes. So, and I know you're doing this, so you're gonna like this. Um, now that I have all their email addresses kicked out from Hunter, which is like 50 bucks for unlimited clicks, yep. um, I've got all their email addresses. I'm going to spin over immediately into uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Facebook ads. I'm going to take their emails. I'm going to upload it into the Facebook ads targeted audiences under Salesforce. I'm going to create an ad targeting this, that email list, right? So Facebook mm -hmm. will automatically map all of those emails with those users. And then I'm going to write an ad that says, connect your Salesforce environment with your phone system. Uh, click here to see how. And that click is important because what's going to happen is when they click it, you can retarget them and you've got them forever. So right. you want to basically get them into the funnel. All right. So you want to run that ad. Here's the trick. People think your company is massive because only massive companies are spending money on Facebook right now. So you spend and, so, and, so, and something to just to add to that too. I mean, we're running ads right now and ads are so affordable. Ads are auction yes. based. So yes. whether it's Google, whether yes. it's Facebook, the cost of ads right now is the price that so, it was six or seven years ago. So the takeaway there is uh, the auction based thing. So it, it goes by how many people are trying to buy that audience. Which a Not, lot of companies have paused their ads because of the current situation. Right. So you can take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. The ads are cheaper and there's less competition. Right you got now. it. So it's about time, <laughs> time and reach again. So you put these emails in there. You spend $5 a day. I'm not asking you to blow your budget. $5. Uh, stop drinking that Starbucks every day and spend these ads. 
So then it will it won't hit them all. It won't. Some of the websites won't match up. Some of the emails won't match up. All you're trying to do is get their first the click, right? Because you can retarget the click. Then they're screwed because you got them. So you got five dollars. Um, once they hit the click, send them to a landing page with not too much information on it. That's where people always get confused. Now like, I'm also a I'm also a fan of this. So that's great information, right? So it's very easy to get the technology that they're using so that you basically have the right audience of people, right? Yeah. And then you're sending them a message that is Super meaningful specific. and impactful because you know that they're using Salesforce. You integrate yeah. with Salesforce, whatever this applies to any industry, right? You can get any application, find your yeah. niche. So, but then I'm also a component of getting, you know, you have the email as well. Now I'm not saying cold email blast everybody. That's not, no, no, no. You know, I'm not saying that either. But if they, but you can send them a personalized email, right? Um, and you can also, you know, pick up the phone and call so, them. They've seen so, your ad. I, I, I've got, I've got, we're going to work through this because there's a couple of ways. Um, first thing, the, 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 I want you to set up the Facebook. Basically run the ads, run them to a page where you're going to capture the data. Don't make the page too big, like literally make it pretty small because they're going to add, they're going to have questions like, what does this mean? Can I even get this? You don't want them to find out their answers on the website. I'm, that sounds counterintuitive. You don't want to put all of the answers to their questions on the website. You want to capture the data so you can have this conversation where you and I are talking in person. So give them some tips, you know, some little hints at it, maybe a short demo, but the goal is to capture the information. So that's and, the and, website, right? And, and there's even, there's something else that's really important too. Like it's not always just, just capturing information it's it's the brand awareness as well it's kind of like if you yeah. think about yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you're, if you're thinking about jewelry. right if you're thinking about buying a tesla then all of a sudden you see teslas yeah, on the yeah. road everywhere right right so if yeah. they see yeah. your yeah. ad they see your brand then yeah. when you call them when you send them an yeah. email it's much more impactful well here's the catch 22 they think you're spending thousand dollars a month but what's happening is you're spending five dollars a day and they think it's huge but that's because you're targeting a very select, uh, detailed audience of your perfect customer. I can nerd out just on Facebook alone because what ends up happening is when those people click, the people who hit your website, you can retarget them, right? So you're still hitting them $5 a day. They're like, God, they're hitting me on Facebook. They're hitting me on Instagram. They're hitting me on my computer. They're hitting me on my cell phone. These companies everywhere. They're, and they're wait, 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 wait. Now they're... Now they're knocking on my door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this dude is showing up and knocking on my door. This company is huge. Yeah. And you can be two, two, two employees. So here's where it gets, and I'm going to switch right after this because I got, I got another topic or not another, another branch of this sales strategy I want you guys to use. But after they clicked your page, so hopefully you capture the data, hopefully you follow up with them. After they, after they capture or click your page, what Facebook allows you to do, this is where we get in trouble, right? It creates lookalike audiences. Mm. So they can look and count. I know you're, you're doing this or you better start doing this. Absolutely, we're doing it. Go to your website and, and here's another perfect example. Even without everything I just told you coming up to here, install the Facebook pixel. Mm -hmm. Facebook pixel will track every single person and their Facebook profiles who come to your website. Every single person. If they're going to your website, they're either already a customer or they're a potential per perfect customer that you got through some sort of marketing. Don't waste your ad spend. You're, you're losing money by not retargeting them because they've already got there. You somehow got them there. So yeah. basically, I can make the argument that every single person who hits your website is potentially or already is your perfect customer. 
So what Facebook can do is take the data from everyone who's visited your website and create a lookalike audience. So it takes all of their interests. Right. And it says, this person looks exactly the same as this person in terms of their likes and interests. That means Facebook will create a lead list for you of what they think your perfect customer is based on your perfect customer who's already a customer on your website. Right. And then you can run another $5 worth of ads to them. So right now we're spending $10, $15 worth of ads um, every day. And that's automated. You can go to sleep and you're going to make money overnight while this is running, right? So that's the time and reach part that I want to talk to you about. And then this is where it gets interesting. As you copy, as you take that data, now that's running on inherently in the background and it's feeding itself, right? New people are hitting your, your, hitting your clicks. New people are hitting your website. Your lookalike audience is getting more advanced, more targeted. Your retargeting is hitting them every day. And you're doing nothing. That all runs in the background. Now it's time to focus on part two, where you take that data and you drop it into seamless.ai. All of those emails, because most of those emails are going to be for people you don't care about, marketing, PR, things like that. But you got to find, once you drop those emails into seamless.ai, it's going to kick out director of IT, director of IT, CTO. And then you filter it down to just those emails. Mm -hmm. That's where you do what you, you and I just talked about, Colin. You, you start off at the high level with the personal email, right? Like, hey, uh, I know you spend this, 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 and this. Uh, I know you use Salesforce. I've been following you for a while. Follow them, follow their company. Say, message them on LinkedIn. Say, hey, look at, you and know. If you're going to message them on LinkedIn, engage with their content. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you take it to a whole nother level, right? This is the, before it was kind of just automation, right? Now you're sending them a personal email. You can do an email blast, don't recommend it. Um, if you send it personal, it's much better. And then you start to build information that you've done your research around them. What they don't know is it was already done by software, kicked out yeah. for you. So you've got a list of all the data and then you follow up with them. And then that's where I'll, I'll cold call those deals all day, right? You've got there's tech spend, you've got who the CTO is, you've got everything you need. They may have clicked on your ad, so they're yeah. already familiar with you. Yeah, you're gonna walk out of that office, even if they say no, and you're like, I'm still gonna get raped by my ads. You know, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. get you, you know, it's like, and so like, the that's where people are uh, missing out on, right? It's all about adding people to the funnel, right? Uh, my, a beef I have with a lot of service providers is there's this illusion and I don't know where it came from and people are going to, this is, is going to be your comfort. Uh, this is going to create uh, a dispute in your audience, depending on who's watching this. A lot of service providers think the best way to get new business is focusing on the channel. Um, and what the channel means is basically affiliates. If, if you're mm -hmm. an internet person, partners, and yeah. partners, people who bring you deals, right? Like what I was doing to get in that president's club. I was mm -hmm. partnering with people. The problem is you that's you become too you could become too dependent on that. And, and there's no there's no per, uh, you can't predict what's going to happen, exactly. right? Like you have you have I'm, no control over it either. I can't tell you that I'm going to get this many clicks, this many impressions, I'm going to get this many leads. Here's how much data I'm going to get per month. Like there, there's no per, you don't know. Like one day a guy could bring you a 10,000 seat deal, another guy could bring you the the graphic studio that was down the road with six seats. Or nothing, or nothing or, for or months. Nothing. And, and you've got to pay them on it monthly versus mm -hmm. the Facebooks one time. So, I mean, I think there's this illusion that like people focus on this networking and all these partners, but if you can just do some paid advertising to get them in the door, 
I mean, how much, but here's another question that we can talk about, Don. Right now, if you type in VoIP phone provider um, and Google ads pay-per-click, it is, I think, 70 to $100 plus a click. Not a anymore. Click. Not anymore, but it was. Not anymore? It was. Uh, guys, that means this guy's up to something. <laughs> he's, he's making something. So, 20, that's, 20, that, 25, 20, 25. That's the hot, so, if you can get one customer out of that, now let me set some numbers for you. People think Google pay per click and being at the top of the search is automatic money. It's not. One to two percent come through. So that means a hundred clicks, you're getting two people. But you pay per click. So if it's twenty-five dollars times a hundred, that's basically your cost. But also, but also too, a lot of the younger generation buyers and decision makers and IT professionals, they're skipping the ads and they're going to the organic results as well, yeah. which is a whole totally. other topic, which totally. we won't get into today. No, 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 no. But where, where I, I agree with you on that. Um, there's some people that are hitting it, some people not. Yeah. But where you were just going with it is that price per click. This is where you, this is where you talk dirty to me. You got to start getting creative with the cost per click. So what if we do Salesforce click to call? If you type that in right now, I think it's, I think last I checked, it was $2. No one, who is buying Salesforce click the call? Nobody. That's because you are. <laughs> get, get out of it. Like, and so like all of these applications, you can get creative. You can do a Salesforce click the call, you know, Zoho. Now, now, now here's the thing people should understand, right? So the, the, obviously the, the clicks that are less expensive are the less competitive. They're more than niche clicks, but you're going to have a very, very specific a uh, yes. prospect yep. that's looking for yep. a very specific need that you can solve that not everybody in this crowded space of whatever industry you're in is bidding on. Yeah. Yep. You got it. And I mean, we don't have to spend money. I know we've talked a lot about paid advertising. Here's another tip for you. Go to salesforce.com, go in the forms and type in CTI or click the call. There's people right now as we're on this having live form and Slack chats about how do I set up click to call or who provides click to call, any recommendations on screen pops on all of the applications that we're talking about right now. And so you can go and just chat with them at sales or when I was at Vines, we would legit chat with them and I would pick up a customer like in 30 minutes. You're like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Like, oh, what PBX you have? Oh, don't worry about it. We'll port your numbers. So basically the, 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 the learning lesson out of that is, you know, if you're solving a real problem that's a problem for a lot of people, there's people out there talking about it. You just need to look for them. So one guy will talk about it, but a thousand people will Google it and read what he talked about, right? Not everyone's posting on the forums, but you can still post your data in there and pick it up. So this is where I want to transition to free to uh, topics that you can do right now. And I'm going to just knock this out real quick for you. SEO is the biggest buzzword in any freaking industry, but it's way easier than people think. So right now, if you're watching this and you haven't already signed up for the Google Webmasters tool, you're messing up. There's, there, ever, you have to do that. So type in webmaster.google.com or just webmaster into Google. And if you haven't signed up for it, sign up for it. It'll tell you, everything you need to know about your website. It'll tell you which pages are your most popular, which pages rank, what they rank for, why they rank for, who's clicking, where it's coming from. And if you haven't signed up, basically you're telling me that you haven't submitted your website to be ranked Indexed. on Google. Indexed. You're basically just hoping that somebody links to your website and magically you'll show up. 
You're just mm-hmm. sitting, you're sitting behind. And so, local, local SEO to like at least rank in your, in your local space is, is it's very easy to do. Dude, if you're, if so easy. If you're in a competitive space like us where we're trying to rank nationally, which we do for a lot of key terms, it's, it's a lot of work. Um, but there's some really simple tactical stuff that you can do to yeah. at least rank in your, in your market. I'm talking low hanging fruit. That's what I, that's what I want. I want you to watch this and then pick up a deal like tomorrow. And so here's what you do. You, if you don't already, if you haven't already signed up, go sign up, click and submit a site map. Way Google finds your website is they use robots. And if you are not being linked to by another website, the robots will never find you. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a map. No one knows that that island exists because no one's been there. Yeah. And so what you can now, do- I would, I, would, I would add one thing before you submit that. At least make sure your site is- Clean in it good, up. Good, you yeah. know, make sure your site- <laughs> yeah. For sure. Up. Yeah. Let's make You'll, sure your site is mobile friendly. It's yeah, fast. Yeah. It's secure. And then you want to have your pages have, you know, at least- have the keywords in the pages at least a few times. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not even talking. I'm just saying at a high level, even before we get to like scaring you away, just go submit it. Even if it's shit, because it's going to do more good than it's going to do bad at this point, because right now you don't even exist. So my advice would be to submit it. My second piece of advice would be to create what Colin said. You sniped it. You sniped the topic. <laughs> uh, it's create local landing pages. So I'm going to tell you right now, no one is trying to rank for Albuquerque, New Mexico phone provider. I guarantee you no one is. I guarantee you Susie is typing in Albuquerque, New Mexico phone provider. And so I don't know why I thought Albuquerque, but you can just find some small niche markets that maybe people aren't getting at. Do all of your local and all you have to do is create. And by the way, you have to create one page. So this is where the work comes in. You have to create a page. And all I want you to do is the first sentence on the page, make it a T1 tag, which just means title, and put Albuquerque, New Mexico, phone system provider. That's it. Or, or whatever you, know, you do. Yeah. Whatever. Phone system in Albuquerque. You can create two if you wanted to. And then write. So Google always asks for 900 words. I have a friend who will pull out his cell phone and just voice to text those 900 words and he'll actually, and then, cause it doesn't matter, right? They don't necessarily read the content. They want to find your site, put your phone number at the top, put a uh, caption page on the side to let them submit an email form. The data capture is the most important part. So the reason my friend does the phone recording thing is because if your pages look the same, if you just click duplicate, 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 yeah, and then you yeah. submit that site, Mac, Google's going to be like, yeah. No, nope, so just just to just to clear it up, this is like the quick and dirty way Dude, <laughs> to just so low, dirty, low, low low cost to just start to get some results. So dirty, but so clean. So what happens is we talked about that funnel that we did with Facebook a minute ago. Yeah, you get those clicks. Oh, they get dropped into the retargeting. They get dropped into the lookalike. You're hitting their friends and their family. You're spending five dollars. Like yeah. I'm and once you right and once now, and once your five bucks is performing well, then double it up double Double down double down down. you can increase the google pay-per-click the best way to start though is in my opinion is get that facebook pixel installed but you start to do these seo terms and then you're going to start getting excited like oh shit yeah what city what city's next to albuquerque yeah yeah. uh, let me type that one in real quick and then you just start banging these out and your website gets bigger more people link to you you get more traffic it's like a compounding interest uh scenario just yeah 
All right. Well, hey, this has been awesome, man. Just before we let you go, tell people where they can find you, where they can connect with you online. Um, yeah. If they have any um, questions. So, uh, LoopDB, uh, we own lookupdatabase.com. Um, that'll reroute you to LoopDB. Uh, run sales for NetTrios. Uh, we provide IT telecom support. So, 24 by 7, knock with 700 employee, or 70 employees in it. So, um, NetSapiens, Broadsoft, we can basically, it's like a giant MSP knock. They can outsource any of your support tickets, answer the phone as you. It's an awesome company. So that's Netrio, N-E-T-R-I-O.com. Um, Lookupdatabase.com. And a secret project that I've been working on um, is a company called openphone.io. Um, this is actually the first time that it's going to be put out there, <laughs> but we're basically trying to reinvent the soft phone. Um, we're trying to create a Bria replacement, um, combined with basically loop features. So, um, check out openphone.io. Um, we're working on a uh, beta project right now that will allow users to hopefully get a, a free, uh, WebRTC based soft phone. Awesome. Hey, if you're listening to the show, uh, please subscribe, share with your friends. And then we're also open to hearing your feedback. The show is all about you. Here, Thanks, here, I got, wait, let me add one more piece. Comment below if Carol Baskin did it. <laughs> Have a good one guys. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of monster chats presented by monster Voip, where we share the tools, methods, and best practices that business leaders use to build new connections strengthen relationships, and impact sales and organizations of all shapes and sizes. If you have any questions from today's show and want to reach us directly, please text your question to 424-378-6966.